Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the name of Allah, most gracious, most merciful. Human rights in Islam and refutation of the misconceived allegations associated with these rights. By Suleiman Abdurrahman Al-Huqil, PhD, Professor of Education, Imam Muhammad bin Saud, Islamic University. Page 82. Fourth, the legal value of the UDHR. There are different schools of thought about the legal value of the UDHR ratified in 1948, the most important of which could be summarized in the following. One, the first school, the proponents of the school believe that the UDHR is legally binding to all UN member states as it is a continuation to the UN Charter. Two, the second school, this is the former Soviet Union school, which believes that the UDHR contravenes the principle of state sovereignty. Uh, proponents of this school also believe that the UDHR contradicts Art 2 or Article 2, uh, Element uh, 7 of the UN Charter, which exercise the questions relating to the internal affairs of states from uh, the UN jurisdiction. Three, the third school, the proponents of the school believe that, that matters relating to human rights and fundamental freedoms are not questions of internal affairs. It is so because it is so because such matters have international significance. Therefore, national laws enacted by states should be in congruity with the human rights uh, norms or human rights norms and member states should uh, pay respect thereto. For the fourth school, the proponents of the school believe that the UDHR is a mere declaration adopted by the UN. Therefore, it is not legally binding. Due to the different views about the bindings of the UDHR and the assertion that it is only a mere declaration issued by UNO, and in order to bring states uh, together, the UN sought to adopt new instruments so as to enforce the human rights principles. For this reason, the Human Rights Commission exerted efforts in drafting the text and provisions of the declaration in international agreements so as to be ratified by states or by the states. Thus, the UN General Assembly promulgated two conventions. Uh, the first was the Convention on Civil and Political Rights, whereas the other convention was on economic, social, and cultural rights, in addition to a protocol for the first convention. To avoid uh, prolixity, I will uh, review only the basic uh, principles that were uh, incorporated into the two conventions. A. Many principles incorporated in the Convention on Civil and uh, Political Rights. By virtue of the International Convention on Civil and Political Rights, a member state that ratifies this convention undertakes the responsibility to protect its subjects against all forms of inhumane and, and, and degrading treatment and to re respect the right of all human beings to life, freedom, security and privacy. The Convention prohibits slavery and guarantees the right to fair trial, protects people against illegal detentions, determines freedom of thought, conscious opinion, religion, free expression, peaceful assembling, as well as freedom of movement. Uh, B. The main principles set forth in the International Convention on Economic, Social and Cultural Rights. 
A state that ratifies the Convention on Economic, Social and Cultural Rights admits its responsibility in availing its subjects with better living conditions. It also admits the individual's right to work for a fair reward and social security in addition to a good standard of living and a provision of health and education. The above are the most important principles laid down by the International Convention on Civil and Political Rights and the International Convention on Economic, Social and Cultural Rights. Finally, the most important people's and individuals' rights as set Fourth in the UN Charter, UDHR, ICCP, and ICESP uh, could be summarized in the following. One, the people's right to self-determination and a free, dis, uh, and a free dispassion of their wealth. Uh, the people's right to self-determination and a free dispassion of their wealth. I think it's a free possession of their wealth. Uh, two, right to life. Uh, three, uh, the right to equality, non-discrimination on the basis of race, nationality or color. Four, freedom of personal safety, prohibition of unlawful arrest or arbitrary detention. Five, the right for justice. Six, freedom of thought, conscience and belief. Seven, freedom of movement and departure. Eight, prohibition of illegal deportation of aliens. Nine, right for human treatment for prisoners. 10. Prohibition of torture, ill-treatment, cruel punishment, or inhumane or degrading treatment. 11. Prohibition of slavery and enslavement. 12. The right of the child for nationality and legal protection. 13. Right for work and for social guarantees. 14. Right for participation in public life. 15. Minorities' right for legal protection. 16. Right for work and fair employment conditions. 17. Right for social security. 18. Family right for protection and care. 19. Women's right for special care before and after delivery. 20. Children's right for suitable protection. 21. The right for suitable standard of living. 22. The rights for health care. 23. The right for education and culture. 5th. Some reservations on UDHR proclaimed by the UN in 19. 48. Some countries have made reservations in respect uh, of two principles set forth in the UDHR. The Kingdom of Saudi Arabia was on top list, on the top uh, of the list of these countries. The logic and the grounds on which the Kingdom and the Islamic states base their reservations are purely Islamic, since two principles in the Declaration are in total conflict with the Islamic teachings. These two principles are one, Article 16 of UDHR, which reads men and women without any discrimination due to race, nationality or religion have the right to marry and to establish a family, etc. What has been stated in this article is not in congruity with the Islamic teachings. Islam does not allow a Muslim woman to marry a non-Muslim uh, non uh, man. Uh, I will elaborate on the Islamic viewpoints regarding this issue in the chapter assigned for the refutation of the allegations related uh, to the human rights in Islam. Two, what has been in, in, indicated in Article 18, which reads, everyone has the right to freedom of thought, conscience, and religion. This right includes freedom to change one's religion or belief, etc. What has stated in this art or what has been stated in this article regarding everybody's right to change his religion or belief strictly contradicts the teachings of Islam. Islam does not only disallow a Muslim to change his religion, but incriminates this act, the act of a Muslim changing 
His religion constitutes the offense of apostasy, ridda in Islam. A Muslim who changes his religion according to restrictions laid by Islam must be asked three times to repent. If he refuses, if if he refuses to do so, then sentence to death is a proper penalty for apostasy. I will elaborate on the Islamic point of view in this respect when dealing with the allegations attached to the human rights in Islam. Alhamdulillah. Praise be to Allah.